1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another big night of Scottish Premiership action. Rangers head to Hibs looking to cut the gap at the top of the league as St Johnston also take on Aberdeen. Atletico Madrid are making moves to lure Matt O'Reilly away from Celtic and Scott Brown says Air United's ambition helped attract him to the manager's job at Somerset Park. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley. We were officially back in the top flight Last night, two mm-hmm. big games tonight. Marvin, the winter break seems like a thing of the past. The transfer window, hopefully, is going to heat up. We're back with a bang.
2: As you said, it's a thing of the past. And I know the players of the top flight enjoy it, but the supporters of clubs in it don't really. Um, we had the Scottish Cup. Now, that's out of the way. And like you said, you know, the the top flight is now taken. Um, it's going ahead mm. again. So, you know, we've got Hibs tonight playing Rangers. Massive, massive game then St. Johnson-Aberdeen. But like you said, it's important to Rangers to go to Easter Road. He was with some new players as well, by the way, that I've been happy to see them bringing in. Um, they need to go there and get three points, like you said, to cut that gap and then, you know, go again Saturday.
1: Well, look, if I wanted to be cruel, I would point out that the Scottish Cup is definitely out the way for you. <laughs> but, oh, that's, but, a lo- that's a lo- But, but, it, but blow blow. it was a valiant effort. Head held high No, no None like, of that no, stuff you lose It gets you nothing That's Head the held spirit high. No, that's, no, not, that's, that's the spirit I'll remind you of that <laughs> Unbeat the pundit It's 7 o'clock uh, But Simon A week left of the window So that underpins Everything that's going on But we've now got Big football games as well Taking place at the same yeah, time Yes, it's, it's
3: all go And I think I said last week This becomes the, the Business end of the Of the season a big game through in Edinburgh tonight for, for Rangers obviously they've been talking about the the games in hand but you know they've got to go and make that turn them into points to put the pressure on Celtic and the transfer window Gordon you mentioned the transfer window and you know Celtic's best player linked with Atletico Madrid today so I think there'll be a few anxious Celtic fans out there
1: Yes, that is quite the story And if you are one, then why not give us a call 01419511025 So much to get through tonight Take it in whatever order you like Rangers fans, it's a massive game Just how big, how big are we talking? How important is it you cut that gap? This is one of the games in hand How important is it you cut that gap? How confident are you of doing so? How worried are you on the back of no Abdallah Seema. Um, As we, we know We heard last night Abdallah Sima's season Pretty much Potentially over um, Not confirmed But looking like A fairly long term one How much does that Damage your confidence uh, Heading into tonight We already know The likes of Danilo Out for uh, a while And maybe guys like Cyril Dessers not Been hitting top form Fabio Silva It's quite early So which one plays tonight Who would you pick Up front tonight Ranger fans Fabio Silva Or Serial Dessers, let us know. Who else would you pick? Come on and select your team. Uh, are you confident? Are you worried? Are you somewhere in between all those usual pre match thoughts? We've not had the chance to do this in the Premiership for a few weeks, so let me hear from you if you can. 0141 951 1025. I don't know if this is going to be some sort of therapy hotline, but you can speak to <laughs> Simon Donnelly, Celtic fans. How do you feel about this Matt O'Reilly situation? Atletico Madrid want your star man he's clearly been your star man this season usually I would at this point in the show ask what do you think should celtic sell him or not but i think i think i know the answer to that one <laughs> I, th- I think i know it's a resounding no so um i don't know if we can even have a bit of fun with it come on and just tell us just how desperate you are to keep him how big a, a problem would it be Uh, Or maybe, just maybe, there's someone out there who is going to surprise us and say, yeah, why not? Take the money. It would be a big fee somewhere down the line. What do you think? Matt O'Reilly, Atletico Madrid. Are you worried, Celtic fans, or are you calm about it? 01419511025. St Johnston, Aberdeen is tonight. St Mirren fans, you've been making signings. James Scott's back in Scotland, played for a couple of clubs already. Comarnock, you've been making signings. Scott Brown. Has been speaking as the Air United manager. Any thoughts there? Get them in. It really is all happening. 0141-951-1025. And whilst you get your calls in, let's head to Easter Road and set the scene with Gabriel.
4: Thanks, Gordon. Yes, Hibernian against Rangers. The second half of the season begins tonight for these two teams. For Hibs, it's all about securing a top six berth and pushing on for European football. Whilst it's all about the title for Rangers and tonight is the first of two games in hand they have on League leaders Celtic who are currently eight points ahead it may seem a big margin to make up but a victory this evening along with two more old firm games still remaining in this campaign the title race would be well and truly alive. In terms of team news, there's no Conor Goldson who's suspended, so expect John Suter to start next to Liam Balligan. Uh, Jack Butlin will likely come back into the goal. Could we see a first start for Fabio Silva as well? Gordon, that's what Rangers fans will want to know. What about the hosts? Well, it was a tough end to the first part of the season for Nick Montgomery's side, winning just one of five, but things have been good on the whole for Montgomery since he's come in and he'll hope with a few new signings he can continue to mould the team in his image with his own players as Marv touched on earlier they've just announced one this evening, a Luke Amos, midfielder, he's not had a club all season spent a lot of time in the English Championship, he's completed a successful trial period and has been signed on an 18 month deal, they've also brought in two loanies Mazian Maio left winger from Hertha Berlin and Emiliano Marcondes, he could make his debut tonight Gordon, an attack in midfield and he's part of this new partnership the club have with Bournemouth so it'll be interesting uh, to see the team news that'll be out in about 40 minutes Hibs have got four players away at respective international tournaments as well But as we know, it's always a fierce game between these two, Gordon. Can't wait for kickoff.
1: Looking forward to it. That's why he's there. That's why he's a man at the top of his game. Did I forget that Connor Goldson was suspended? Yes, I did. But Mm -hmm. that's why he's there, to keep us right. (laughs) So add that to your team selection headache. Rangers fans, give us a call. I've missed this. I've missed you building up to a Premiership game. It feels like an eternity, but we're back doing it tonight. So 0141 951 1025. Big Hibs man, you are, of course, Marvin Bartley. Uh, you'll be, of course, putting your allegiance to one side in the name of neutrality <laughs> on here this evening. But it, it is massive, isn't it? Yeah, it's a massive game for, for both
2: clubs. Um, you know, Hibs v Rangers always massive in, in terms of the fans. The Hibs fans, they expect. Um, but Rangers go in there, obviously, as we spoke about there, trying to kind of cut that gap at the top. I think for Hibs, with the signings they've made, you know, a top six finish is the bare minimum for Nick. And I think you'll know that, you know, the wages that these players are going to be getting... Um, I know some of them are contributions with two of them being loans you know they're going to have to be successful but it's going to be it's going to be a tough game for him no doubt about it with players missing especially Martin Boyle um, but they need to get something out of tonight's game I think
1: Yeah look we've known this we've had this caveat for months now <coughs> Simon you mentioned the points gap and then you're obliged to say ah but Rangers have X games in hand and then there was one uh, postponed wasn't there just before uh, the, the break and Celtic obviously won when the sides met so um, it's Massive. Whenever there's that, that chance there for to, to cut the gap or miss the chance to cut the gap, it's, it's always going to be huge.
3: Yeah, and I think just the way <clears throat> the twos and froes of being in a title race, you know, this kind of comes out at certain times. Rangers have a, the advantage of going tonight and, and cutting the gap. They've actually got the two games before Celtic, you know, take to the park on Saturday to turn, you know, the gap from eight to two. So that that... You know, if I was in the Rangers camp, that would be my objective, to go and put the pressure on Celtic, knowing that they can cut that back to two. But, you know, it's it's easier said than done. They're they're through Easter Road tonight, they're at St Mirren on Saturday. Not the easiest places, but if you want to be in the title race and if you want to go and challenge, you know, these are the ones that you have to go and win.
1: Right, get your thoughts in, Rangers fans. How confident are you feeling? Is it a fixture that fills you with a bit of... Uh, nerves, trepidation, call it what you will. Pick your team. No Abdallah Sima. How big a blow is that? Conor Goldson suspended. And if you're looking for that fifty-fifty one, Cyril Dessers or Fabio Silva, who leads the line? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Stephen is first through though, and he has got Matt O'Reilly on his mind. I thought he might. Stephen, talk to us. What are you thinking? How's it going, guys? Good, thank you. Good. Are you well? Right. Aye, no bad Good man.
5: Cheers, aye Right, so I was just listening to you with Matt O'Reilly there Right And my point being is the, the Athletico Madrid will come in and they will try and pay maybe 20 25 million for him And he's got all these years left on his contract How they are Say he played, for instance He was a <coughs> Liverpool player Yep it would be £150 million, £100, 100 million, whatever Right Mm-hmm. This is where Celtic should make a statement, bring Scottish football up with the rest of the world, and say, listen, price tag, minimum £50 million, pound, and I'll guarantee they get it.
1: Wow. I mean, he's a good player. Could Celtic command £50 million for him? Just to the background, just in case anyone's had a busy day. So, it came out earlier this afternoon that Atletico Madrid have made a move, basically, for Matt O'Reilly The other thing is Which I think does muddy it a bit In terms of Some Celtic fans Wouldn't entertain it Regardless But it seems like It would be A loan fee though Paid Mm -hmm. now And then further payments Beyond that Which could rise uh, To You know 20 odd million That was The the latest update I saw Was that the Scottish Sun um, Carrying that story there Um, I think other clubs Are clearly interested We've seen A bit of that He's only 23 As Stephen says The contract is Relatively Long Are you worried With your Celtic hat on? <laughs> a little A, <laughs> a little, little concerned You look yeah. a bit worried actually Yeah like
3: Listen he's been Celtic's top player this season Girona was mentioned At the, uh, the end of last week And you know I'll bet they're doing really well They're top of the, the league At the moment I didn't see that being A threat But Atletico Madrid one of, <coughs> Excuse me One of the top clubs in Europe uh, And I can see the attraction there it's it's not the ideal timing, I think, and uh, and Celtic fans out there will not be impressed at the the loan, you know, suggestion either. Yeah. Uh, I would I would like to. I think it's inevitable that he's going to go at some point in the near future because he's been performing at a level which you know inevitably gets mm-hmm. attention from from big clubs and the pool. You know, the Scottish league that Celtic's in. You know it. Times when that that happens, when a big club comes, it's very difficult to turn that away. It's almost impossible to do that. So I would like to see Matt stay Mm. to the... the, I mean, we just touched on it there. There's a title race in Mm. place. You know, Celtic can sit there and and we can be eight points ahead of Rangers, but there's a title race in place. So he's
1: your best player. Can Stephen's wish come true, Marvin? Can Can Celtic start the bidding at 50? No,
2: no, we can't. Um, listen. Why I, not? Stephen wants to know. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I know he's, he spoke about what happens down in England, but you have to think about the wages. Players are getting paid in England as well. You know, you've got players down there that we're paying for teams like West Ham that are on, you know, £100,000, £150,000 a week. You know, that's without going into probably the, the top six um, in the league. So, you know, we have a cap on what we can really get for our players. You know, as I said, because it, the wages have to be relevant to, you know, what you're demanding from uh, for them. Um it's a selling market up here, unfortunately, but it is it's really good for the players to come up and, and do well. Um but you know, Rangers and Celtic, you know, are the same as, as most clubs in Europe. But as I said, there's a real ceiling to what,
1: what we can get for our players when, you know, they do end up leaving. Is that not just the the way of the world without delving into the economics of it too much, Stephen?
6: We're just we're just
1: not gonna get a fifty million bid for a player in Scotland, are we? Right, right.
5: Listen, this is what I'm saying, right? Scotland are the whipping boys of the world right now, right? Because we're getting good players through, right? We're selling them off for peanuts, and they're getting another club. Look at Virgil van Dyke, for instance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look what he's worth. Mm. Right? Point mm-hmm. what, did, what did we get for him?
1: Not sure. Yeah, I was going kind to. Of-
5: yeah, you know I mean, next what was it, was it? No, something daft like twelve
1: million. Yeah, or 11, 12, something like that. And of course, right. you th- you say he's not that much better, is he? By the time he's at Southampton and Liverpool, pay the big money. I get that, right, but so Stephen, I'm how actually, do what how I, do we break that so quickly? So, right. say what, Kieran Tierney, 20, 25 million, right? Kieran Tierney, how do we go from Scottish record export at twenty-five million? Jota as an example as well. How do we go from that to double it so quickly?
5: Right. My point being, right, is Matt O'Reilly's, what did he say, 23-year-old, mm-hmm. right? This is where Celtic need to stand and say, look, we're no letting yous take our players and then quadruple what they're worth in the space of 10 minutes, right? If yous are going to do that, then we want to start here. And then other clubs like in Scotland will start getting bigger bids to bigger Bigger
1: clubs Can't remember what In their young players What if MK Dons Though say to Celtic Hold on a minute You're not getting him For one and a half million mm. you're, you're, I, I can see the future You're going to sell this guy For 25 million There is a, there is a food chain to this that, that, That's kind of the way it works And mm. that's what makes This one so interesting Because as Simon says This is football You want to win games You want mm-hmm. to win trophies <clears throat> You cannot ignore the impact That his departure may Have on a title race but this would be one of the best examples of that player trading model you can imagine. You go to MK Dons, spend a million and a half on a guy in League One and -hmm. move him to Madrid for 20-odd million a couple of seasons later. It doesn't get better in a business sense.
2: No, it doesn't get better, like you said, in a business sense. And I understand, you know, the fans and, and Steven's obviously on the line now, you know, speaking about it and wanting more. But it's the same as like you said, he, he got brought from MK Dons. You know, he's proven himself at League One level, regardless of how good anyone thought Matt O'Reilly was going to be. Now he's come to a higher level with Celtic and he's done it again. But like you said, there's a food chain here. You can't suddenly start demanding £50 million for players because what happens is the next Matt O'Reilly that Celtic want, it doesn't come. Mm-hmm. You know, people like Dembele and like have come before and, you know, came into the league and then been sold on, Now that's perfect for Celtic say, well, listen, look what we do to these players. And then we sell them on. As soon as you start stopping them and become unrealistic with how much you want for them, you know, it stops your player trading, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh,
1: Stephen, listen, nothing wrong with aiming high. I don't know if the guys agree on that figure. Um, what about Thomas, who's also on the line? Thomas, does the talk around Matt O'Reilly worry you as a Celtic fan, or how do you feel? Hi, Pan, How are you all doing?
5: Good, Hi, thank you.
1: Good. good, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't worry me at all. I'm, I'm a
5: composed Celtic fan. Where obviously the business model has been to, to buy players at a younger age and say, I'm off uh, a greater value Lufman Arana being very young I believe he's what 22 yeah, he's got a big future and unfortunately doesn't lie with Celtic I don't believe Now other caller there said it was a year to go on his contract I would get rid of him of course my whole part of the figure would be between 20-25 million but having said that they would, would get replacement players there Atati I know he's a wee bit older but also Bernardo you take, you take a pin on him And there's two Very well established players So you
1: don't think losing Matt O'Reilly Could be the difference between Winning and losing the league And then bearing in mind You're talking 60 million or whatever it is For next season's Champions League
5: Absolutely not I don't think it's going to be a a burden On this year's um, title race at all Obviously he's a a very technically gifted player He's a playmaker He's, he's, He's an engine in there But it's not going to affect the title
1: Absolutely not Would you be as confident of that? Well, listen, I knew we were
3: going to be speaking about it tonight when I was driving in. I think th- Celtic's strongest midfield is Callum, Matt and Hatati for me, over the last two years. Hitati's obviously had these injuries. The the positive, from a Celtic point of view, I thought was him going to the, the Asian Cup, or the Asia Cup rather, getting minutes, I believe he started the game uh, today. And, you know, to come back and, and, and go into that strong midfield, yes, I would accept what Thomas is saying. I think Bernardo's knocked at the door over Christmas you know certainly he's he's upped his levels and, and forced his way in there i think obviously with a a gap being created with tatty being injured but that that for me over the last two years that that midfield doesn't get beat for me that that th- mm. that three so listen football's football people move on and you know you have to go and find replacements but I just i just feel with you know the title race very much there uh Celtic, I would like to see Matt stay to the summer.
1: I love to be surprised on this show. I thought every Celtic fan would, even though the money's big, mm-hmm. would phone in and say, No, just nope, can't do it, can't do it just now. Title race on, Champions League. But Thomas is focusing more on the business, thinks it makes sense. Is it, is it too much of a risk for you? Yeah,
2: I, I think so. I think in this window, I think Simon's sitting there on the head, you know, to do it in the January window with how long we've got seven days or whatever it is to go, um, you know, I think it makes things extremely difficult. And, you know, you touched on it earlier about, about it being a loan and that might be for financial fair play yeah. reasons and all that sort of I stuff to I think they're committed yeah.
1: to buying, is it Arthur Vermeeren from Royal Antwerp for right. for similar fee, 20 or 23 million or something. Yeah, but I think from a Celtic point of view,
2: I, you know, he definitely, listen, he, he's a top, top player. He's been absolutely brilliant. Know spoke about his goals and his assists that he has, you know, so far this season. But he's always involved in it, you know, somewhere along the the team. Always involved in things, and he's a huge player, and and there's no doubt about it. If he leaves the club, then he he, he weakens at the starting eleven. I imagine Brendan's now looking for a replacement, just in case it does happen. But there's not one player that's bigger than Celtic Football Club. You know, as good as Matt O'Reilly is, they've lost better players than him, and they've came back because look how successful the club have been.
1: Absolutely not On the Matt front Or Are you more willing to Think about it As Thomas says? Let us know right now And what about you Rangers fans Easter road tonight How do you feel Who would you play up front Dessers or Silva Who else should play How big's tonight Get your calls in And we'll talk next
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Listen And watch Check the Twitter feed At Clyde SSB You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here Team News from Easter Road For the visit of Rangers won't be far away So, why not speculate, predict, call it what you will, Rangers fans? How would you line up? Would you play Dessers or Silva? Who leads the line tonight? And then, more generally, how important is the game? How important is it to cut the gap? How are you feeling heading into this one? It's game one of Abdallah Sima's injury, if you like. He wouldn't have been available anyway because he was away on international duty, but still, this is maybe a glimpse into the future of what it's going to be like without him for the next couple of months. William. Is in Uddingston And we're wondering whether Celtic will be without Matt O'Reilly In the near future or not What do you think William?
7: Well It's a, it's a strange situation I mean The guy's getting offered to go to a bigger better league But the point I made to your producer Chris was <laughs> If you want to go and buy a player in England And that player is valued at £50 million So If Leicester Madrid want him Then obviously they must see a good value They must see a good player now, The point I made to your producer Chris was if you pay £250,000 for a Rolls-Royce in Scotland, you pay £250,000 for a Rolls-Royce in England, you don't cross the board at Carlisle and get it fifty or sixty or £70,000 pounds cheaper. The respectable wages, that £250,000 car is the same price in England as it is in Scald. So why should we, as Scald, see our players at a lower valuation? I'm a Celtic fan, including Rangers. Dig in, dig your heels in. Get the money and make your game better because we'll have more money in England. We can bring, bring bigger mm-hmm. and better players in. stick to the guns. Just respect the same way are playing in Scotland. Maybe you're playing the dark side of the moon. If that player's worth fifty million pounds in England, then he should be worth fifty million pounds in Scotland. Other cars are terrible, but the point of mean is a whole always the same price in Scotland as it is in
1: England. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure about the analogy, though, <laughs> William, because there's a, a few moving parts when it comes to football, Marvin. Are you. I know you don't have a, nah. a a Queen of the South branded Rolls Royce in the bar, <laughs>
2: definitely not definitely not. Listen, I understand it, William. I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't work that way. And and I'll give you an example why. Um, you know, for, for example, if someone's looking at a, a centre midfielder down in the English Premier League, and you're comparing him playing against Declan Rice or De Bruyne or whoever else is, is down there and then you come up to Scotland and I'm not going to name players but say for me when I was playing Andy compared, Halliday you know. <laughs> comparing and playing against Marvin Bartley there's a massive difference you know so you can't say oh well he we did extremely well against Marvin Bartley that so it means that we should pay the same amount of money that someone's doing well against De Bruyne it doesn't work that way you know so our league is unfortunately not at the same level as a league in England you know that's fact so you know for Atletico Madrid we're speaking about it, kind of off air, like they, they don't know if Matt O'Reilly can go to a level their level and play week in, week out consistently. Because at the moment, yes, when you play against Rangers, I get it, you know, and maybe, maybe a Hearts or whatever. He's possibly but, caught the eye against them yeah, in, uh, in Europe. Yeah. yeah, and did extremely well, exactly. But if Matt O'Reilly was playing in La Liga and doing well, he'd be worth more than 25 million or 30 million because they know he can do it in that league against better players.
1: Here's the thing, we've now moved on to an area of discussion that I didn't actually expect tonight, Simon, because I just thought the, the conversation would be, <clears throat> look, there's a title race here, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a trophy to be won, there's a Champions League to be qualified keep, for, keep and, and therefore can't sell Matt O'Reilly. I, I get the gist of William's point, but if if we are well, talking £25 million, that is good money. Yeah, It is. I, I, we can't now pretend that that's... Not enough, surely.
3: Yeah, that is that is good money. I mean, you you spoke about it. They, they bought him for a million and a half from MK Dons, and you know they extended his contract. I believe, you know, Celtic in a strong position. You know, to get a good fee for him, and the callers are coming in thick and fast. They're not arguing, but they're stating, you know, what they want from Matter Really, uh, Celtic will get, you know, a, a good mm. fee whenever he dis- whenever he goes. If it's now or if it's in the summer or whatever, from my perspective, I'm looking at the football side of it, and I'm looking at a guy who I've touched on it there. If he's not creating goals this season or scoring goals, which he's added to his game on last year, I think he was top assist last year. I might be wrong. He's involved in everything, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, he's he's at the top of his form. As I said that does bring interest, but I'm just thinking from a from a football point of view. It would be great to keep him there to the summer, and and then they maybe you know cash in They've had three seasons or two and a half seasons out of them. I don't think any Celtic fan out there could argue that he's not done it for them. You know, winning a lot of silverware whilst he's been here, and you would wish him good luck. It's just it's the timing of it.
2: How have you it, been as a player though, Simon? You're a Celtic man through and through. Yes, and
3: listen, listen, for listen, listen. I, I signed for Sheffield Wednesday in a pre-contract, mm-hmm, but we, mm-hmm. I have seen it through to the summer. It was yeah. a slightly different thing. I know what you're going to say Madrid's nicer than Sheffield yes, Well, <laughs> listen, bit. there's a few Sheffield people out there would <laughs> a would windy possibly. there. Good night out in Sheffield <laughs> uh, Yeah, I know what you're saying there Would your head be turned it's di- yeah, if, See if he wants to go just now I think it will be difficult for it not to happen mm-hmm. Because, well, I, I put yourself in the coach's point of view I, I, I've coached a bit, you're the manager mm-hmm. You don't want players that don't want to be there So if he expressed an interest to go just now Then I think mm-hmm. it would be difficult you know, if, if everything else was, you know, had the green light.
1: Is that one that worries you, William? That, that the player just, through no badness and no, you know, you wouldn't hold it against him, just sees an extremely attractive proposition for his career and his life and, and really wants it to happen?
7: No, under no no He couldn't possibly resist a temptation like to go to a federal Madrid. But the point is, with Virgil van um where Begin went to England, there's a lot of players went... England. And five days, six days, uh, uh, the the, the value's doubled, or trebled just because mm-hmm. they moved over the border. Yeah. I mean, look, it's some really mediocre players in England that are going for a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money.
1: I see the and thing is, William. Really, like, I I I actually agree with that wholeheartedly, and I wish we could really. Boost all, all of our fees I, I agree with the theory of it But Matt Riley became more than A one and a half million pound player When he came to Celtic That was the point I was trying to make earlier Celtic saw an opportunity Bought him in league one And as soon as he came up here And played that first game against Rangers He was then <laughs> worth more than he was worth At MK Dons Is, it, is that not just uh, This all happening in, in relative terms? Well at the end of
7: the day <laughs> MK Dons have dug their heels in and says No we, If you if Celtic want him we want we a, a good price because obviously Celtic, a bigger club than than AFC Wimbledon, seen the valuation in them. So if you think a player's worth that money, then pay it.
1: But then and you have but then that you people... have M- M- William Matt O'Reilly's not on fifty million pound player wages at Celtic. That's the problem, isn't it? I don't know what he's on. No, right, I mean, but let let's say he's on twenty grand a week. He's not a fifty million pound player then if he's on twenty grand a week.
7: No, but, look, but the thing
1: is, He's was Virgil Van Dijk was McGinn that's the point that, that, that's, why, that's why you're then able to get them for for yeah. that money
2: Yeah, <laughs> people well, wouldn't believe what McGinn was on before he, <laughs> before he went yeah. so it's, the same, you it's know. the same with
1: Van Dyke as well that, 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 yeah, I know, I, I, know I,
2: what Williams like I try, there, agree there is a bit of
3: a kind of a, is it a snobbery you know looking of down it is. At, at Scottish football right and as I say I was at Dundee United as a coach when Van Dyke was at Celtic and, he, and I don't know if it was Williams analogy there about a Rolls Royce Van Dyke was a Rolls Royce but people would have said, ah, but he's playing in the Scottish game. He's playing the Scottish game. If you take it back to my time, you still would... Idiots saying that about Henry Larson. Ah, he's playing in the Scottish mm. game. He's playing the Scottish game. So th- he had to go down there to Southampton to prove himself there and then move to Liverpool. So it's...
1: Which is a bit of a nonsense, isn't it? And, yeah, of and, course it like, is. And I get, you know, th- th- every transfer is a bit different. It just feels like I'd love us to get to the stage where we can command the 50 million. It just feels like it's far off. Yeah, yeah. It just...
2: It is far off. It is a long, long way off. Because Rightly I, or wrongly? Yeah, yeah. But what happens next? If, if I'm a player now putting myself into, into those shoes, so someone comes in for me and offers £25 million and the club says, no, I want £50 million. And well, I'll be like, okay, well, pay me like a £50 million pound player, like you said. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> pay me like a £25 million pound player. Well, we can't. Well, hang on a minute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so there has yeah. to be a, a balance to it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, thank you to William. John won't mind hanging on because we've got breaking team news from Easter Road. Gabriel, take it away.
4: Yes you do Gordon. Let's start with Rangers then. They make three changes to the team that overcame Dumbarton in the Scottish Cup at the weekend. Robbie McCrory and Cyril Dess has dropped to the bench. Connor Golton is suspended. In come Jack Butland Leon Balogun, and it's a first start up top for Fabio Silva. So let's just go through the 11. It will be Butland and goal. The defence of James Tavernier, Leon Balogun, John Souter, and Ridvan van It be John Lundström and Nicola Raskin in midfield with Todd Campbell just in front of them. It's still Ross McCosland and Rami Matonda on the wings but this time it's... It's Fabio Silva who leads the line. Substitutes McCrory, Jack, Dessers, Lawrence, Sterling, Wright. Mavsic, King and Divine. A plenty of changes for the hosts as well. Nick Montgomery making five changes to the team that beat Forfa on Saturday. Rory Whittaker, Jimmy Jago, Paul Hanlon, Milotnikov and Christian Deutsch all out. In come Jordan Obita, Dylan Levitt and Dylan Vente, along with Kanayo Megwa, 19-year-old, making his first premiership start. He returned from Airdrie on loan earlier in the month. And Maitiane, Mayo leader, the left winger from Hertha Berlin, who signed on loan earlier this week, makes his debut. So the team will be as follows. It's a 4-4-2 formation, David marshlin goal, a defence of canayo Megua, Will Fish, Louis Stevenson and Jordan Obita. Eli Yuan and Ja Tavares will be the wingers with Dylan Levitt and Joe Newell in the middle of the park. Dylan Venti partners, Mizziani, Mayolida. Up top, the substitutes, Johnson, Jego, Amos. Uh, another new signing, Emiliano, Marcondes, McCurdy, Dodge Milotnikov, Blaney and Whittaker.
1: Looking forward to that one. It is always one of the fixtures you look out for and very interesting team news as well Rangers fans. It's Fabio Silva's first competitive start. What do you make of that? Is that the right choice? Uh, Would you have given him a bit more time? Would you have played Cyril Dessers uh, and anything else that jumps out from that team? Let us know. John was already on the line so I'll just chuck it upon you John if you don't mind. You heard the team whilst you were waiting there. What do you make of it?
8: It's horses for courses And I It's as good as they are going To put out with injuries We've got in the suspension Obviously with and You know mm-hmm. But uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, The boy uh, Silver up front yeah. Through the middle His movement And uh, Hopefully they can get A result through there But yeah. I, want to, I, want, I want to go into What I was actually Speaking about earlier On to
1: your producer there Just let me quickly reflect On the team John It's just one of those uh, Live radio uh, annoyances Where the team news breaks I promise we'll come back in And, and, and talk A bit more Um Fabio Silva first start is that is that the main headline? Whether you get scales of you know some people are really not having serial deaths or some people are a bit kinder, but I think most agree he's unlikely to fire Rangers to the to the title on his own. He, is, was it always going to happen that Silva would play? Or
2: yeah, I I, I think so. Um, you know I expected Silva to to start today's game. Obviously coming off the back of the winter break and you know getting him up to speed. Um, you know I thought he was always going to start. He's been brought into a club to play. You know, there's no doubt about. He's came on loan from Wolves, and you know, as long as he performs, I imagine you know he, he's been told that he will be the the number nine for them. It'd be interesting to see the way he does play. Because I know a lot of people talk about his scoring record, etc. Um, but you know, he's a, he's a top top player who Wolves paid a lot of money for. he's just kind of lost his way a little bit, and you know, Rangers fans will be hoping that he finds it back. Now, obviously, at Ibrox know they're there at Easter Road today, but you know, back at
1: Rangers Football Club. Uh, sorry, John, just wanted to get a quick reaction to that before your fellow fans phone in. What was your your other point about transfers? transfers.
8: I was just listening to some of the comments there, and it was, uh, I was saying to your producer earlier on, transfer fees are dictated by market forces, and, and the leisure playing in and the buying, and, and I hear it quite regular on uh, other cho- shows, is it's a buying and a selling club. If the it, buying club wants to pay X amount of money for it, the, the selling club can't dictate overboard money. I hear guys saying that, nah, I mean, look if it's 150 million and what. They can't have it base-wise. A while ago there, Celtic were offered uh, John McGinn and Hood for £4 million. How much is John McGinn worth now? Now, their trading model, their trading model if, they would, if they would have went out and bought and, and splashed out £4 million for John McGinn and then sold them on in their trading model, John McGinn might be worth £50-60 million they know. But if they choose not to take that trading model up for Hibs, you know the reason why? They didn't think that Hubs were due £4 million for John McGinn. That is called market forces. So, Aston Villa comes in and says, We'll take John McGinn for £4 million. And the proof of the pudding's in the eating. This is what. See, if Celtic got off £20 million for uh, Matt O'Reilly. they'll bite the horn off of physical Madrid. They'll bite the horn off him. And he's made a very good point on that. The, the, the other point is, see if they think he's worth. £50 million pound. let me see his wage slap I'll never £50 million pound wages yep. but that is market forces the, the transfer all transfers are all dictated on the selling club and the buying club
1: simple simple as that says John thank you very much what do you Rangers fans think of that team tonight is that the right team that Philippe Clement has picked how confident are you You've got injuries, you've got suspensions, you're probably still looking for the squad to be stronger anyway uh, after the transfer window. So how do you feel about that game tonight? Pick up the phone and we'll speak to you after we do this.
0: Clyde one. Make
1: me a winner. We're on a bit of a winning streak this week with Make Me a Winner. Last time out it was Sarah who won 90,000. She's got a bit to go before she can afford <coughs> Matt Riley, news. But it is a nice amount of money She's going to pay off a bit of the mortgage Go on holiday Treat her dogs as well uh, We could make you the winner of £95,000 Paid into your bank account straight after the call tomorrow But you do need to be in the draw So text YES to 61025 Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate You can enter at Clyde1.com With online entries costing £2 Or call 0330 880 450 The calls are charged at a standard rate It's over 18s only And all the rules for this network competition Can be found online If you get the call After 3pm tomorrow Answer within five rings Say make me a winner Straight away And the £95,000 Goes into your bank account by tea time Text yes to 61025 one four one
0: nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here. We're just under an hour away from kickoff uh, at Easter Road. We gave you the kind of headline, if you like, from a Rangers perspective: is Fabio Silva his first competitive start for Rangers? He gets to know the head of serial Dessers in attack. Connor Goldson suspended, so perhaps John Souter's inclusion. Uh, is a bit more predictable and there's nothing else really that would cause too many surprises. Uh, what about the Hibs team, Marvin? That's quite an interesting one.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, we were writing it down there. Obviously, Louis Stevenson looks like he's playing at center half, uh, with fish, which is listen, Louis played in a lot of positions for Hibs, but you know, center half in, in a back four, it's not one I would have I'd put him in, um, you know, whether it's injuries or, or whatever else. And young Megwa at right back did extremely well, at Airdrie on loan. Um, he's actually on loan at Kelty Hearts last season as well he's been brilliant for Airdrie they're you know raving about him Um, and now he's come in and been given his chance straight back into a game of this size (laughs) yeah I know tell me about it at least he's not got anyone quick against him only be Matondo
1: down that side (laughs) (laughs) yeah gonna be a fascinating game that one we're building up to it Rangers fans why not give us a call how are you feeling are you confident are you not are you worried given Seema's absence and that sort of thing pick up that phone right now if you can. That's what John and Royston's done. How's it going, John? All uh, right, all good. Go on, thanks, um, Thanks, guys. Um, hope you're having a good evening. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. What are you thinking?
9: Just um, uh, touching on the Matt O'Reilly thing, um, talking about transfers and things like that. I was looking at a call a few minutes ago and he was talking about market forces, etc. I don't think we're going to sell um, Matt O'Reilly anytime in this window, um, regardless whether it's about that a 20 million or whatever the case may be. Now, I get in the past that we've we've sold for profit and as we all do and we've nurtured young players through. And we are a selling club when it comes to that in you know, all fairness. But I don't think we can afford to sell Matt just now. Um real is just coming back fitness wise. Paulo Bernardo's come into a game, albeit the last three, four games. Um, he's still alone sign and there's nothing concrete there to say he's our player yet. Um so I think yeah, I'm um, resigned to possibility of losing that earlier in the summer. But at this present window I think we'll keep him.
1: Are you relaxed from the players' perspective, John, that you know, it's obviously if it's there it would be a very attractive offer. You still think that would that would be alright? He would he'd have to kinda of accept it and, and stay for the time being?
9: I think so, yeah. I think I think that he's um there was talking I think he was he's he played better last season. Um and if it was going to be anything, I think bigger bids would have come in for him. He's come into a game again, and you know, come summertime, then yeah, I'd probably be resigned to losing him then, or the possibility of it.
1: I think the the specifics have also skewed it a bit, Marvin. This loan first, mm-hmm. that, that surely seems way less attra- attractive, easy mm-hmm. for me to say, from a Celtic perspective.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, on a footballing basis yeah anyway. it, it definitely does but like you said there's going to be a loan fee there as well so you know whether it's like we said we're trying to get around things so um, just getting the money in a couple of months <laughs> yeah of it, exactly you know you're kind of kicking the can down the road and a lot of transfers you know very rarely are they paid up front anyway you know that, that's the way the transfers work you know it's over a period of time or sometimes obviously based on appearances etc Um, Listen, I'm with John, you know, if I'm I'm at Celtic, whether, you know, the chairman or, you know, the manager, I'll be doing everything with my powers to keep Matt Arroyo at the football club, 100%. I wouldn't want to sell him now, I wouldn't want to sell him in the summer, Um, you know, but you you do know he's going to go at some point if he continues to play the way that he is. The problem comes if, you know, they hit a number that that works for everybody, you know, and and then all of a sudden the player then, as he said, we're not saying that he's going to go in and say, I want to leave the football club, but it becomes, you know, everyone mm-hmm. has their value and if they hit that value then it's going to be difficult to you know keep hold of him
1: like we said you have to acknowledge the the food chain of things yeah. Simon all this window we've been going round and round in circles on Lawrence Shanklin and people yeah, saying oh, what, nice. what if what if he wants to go to I Rangers know. what I if know. he wants to go to Rangers I, know. I mean I've no idea and I'm sure Matt O'Reilly is very loyal to Celtic and would give his all I've, I've no reason to disbelieve that but if it was to Crystallize—that's a heck of an attractive offer, isn't it? It
3: is, and you know, that, I was also thinking about that as well earlier on because, on the show, we have spoken about Shankland, Celtic, Rangers, and you know, without being the hypocrite, you know, because it's came round to the south, Celt- there is always a position on the food chain, uh, and when a club like Atlético Madrid come calling, you know, it, it could it could turn Matt's head, but you know, and as as Marv says there until there's a figure which works for everybody, you know, from a Celtic point of view, you would hope that they don't meet that figure uh, in this window, but, you know, it'd be, hard, it'd be hard to hold on to them.
1: Is it just the fact, John, that there is still clearly a title race on? I mean, it's, it's close enough, whatever you think will happen, it's close enough at the moment, the Champions League next season, is that, is that the type of thing that makes it, you know, unimaginable for you? As an example, Celtic were... 15 points clear at the moment And you're thinking Well we could make 25 million For Matt Riley Maybe you're more inclined to do it
9: Massive Massive um, I, I do believe it's a massive incentive uh, The Champions League We've We still got to have a lot to play for in This uh, season You know there's still the Scottish Cup The league We're ahead at the moment um, Long may that continue You know uh, Rangers won't get it easier tonight At Easter Road I don't think um, Albeit it's a game in hand They've got another game in hand um, You know to, to call, call back as well um, I think they're moving on from strength to strength we've, we've improved with a Lot against um, Hearts and Kilmarnock and I think we've just moved on through that um, and we're starting to get together again I think Brendan's um, he's got the team playing the way he wants to play and the Champions League a massive incentive
1: again So um Put, I'm going to put words right in John's mouth. If Rangers lose tonight and lose again at the weekend, the Celtic win. You sell what, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> because you're confident that the title is wrapped up. up. <laughs> um, but that is it, isn't it? It's still, clearly, mm. it's close enough. You're more than entitled to think it, listen, Celtic have gone. Of, go course, on, of but course, it is. On, you know, it?
3: at one point, Celtic had opened up, and they do have the gap. Obviously, Rangers have the games in hand, and there's nothing guaranteed there. But you've got to acknowledge that it's a title race, you know, at the moment between the two
1: and. And Rangers are looking to strengthen. We're talking yeah. about Diomande and coming there's in. There's a week
3: to go. I would argue Celtic. You know, Brendan Rogers was talking before the transfer window about bringing in quality. So there's still a week to go. They've signed Kuhn. There might be more incoming. I would I, I would expect more before the the end. But you just don't want it at the expense of, as I said, your your
1: best player this season. Thanks John That was nice of you To give us a call when And it takes us we Oh quickly points. Quick quick Go on then
9: Sorry sorry Just about the uh, the Call that was going on About the market force talking about Showing wage slips And the rest of And concrete bids Coming in I'll say one name Alfredo Marais There was not one Concrete bid Came to Ibox for him And yet they were Raving about him Being a 20, 30, 40 Million pound player Have a good night
1: I genuinely I don't get I don't get the comparison Because the fact that The bids come in Proved he wasn't yeah. Worth that I don't know Anyway uh, Let's play Beat the Pundit
0: the
1: pundit with the scottish sun for the best football news and opinion online the scottish slash football beat the pundit time 01419511025 he's not played in ages he's age. avoided just... it for weeks when he said let's play beat the pundit i was about to say no he's so <laughs> nervous he's avoided it for weeks last night's contestant got a zero so he'll be hoping to come up against oh, him really? oh you've had a zero before as well yeah, this season to the best of he'll us be a, draw. <laughs> a gentleman called davy spoke to me in B&Q today he was a big fan of the show he was listening he said you two are hopeless (laughs) and be the pundit so he thought David knows he's pundits. (laughs) David put the emulsion down and give us a call 01419511025 and you could be playing Marvin or Simon next
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard
1: Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here, it's 0141-951-1025. I don't know what they're doing, you two up to some sort of arts me, and crafts over people, there, yeah. like sharing paper, origami class, <laughs> um, distracting me from the big beat the pundit cell, we're about to play and then we're looking for your calls, lots of discussion about Matt O'Reilly tonight on the day that it was reported Atletico Madrid, we're going to try and get him Keep your thoughts coming if you so wish Massive games tonight We're going to keep building up to Hibs against Rangers So get your thoughts in there We can hear from Scott Brown There's loads to come So give us a shout And we'll play this first
0: Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Okay It is Beat the Pundit time Simon and Marvin both ready One of them will take on Johnny Who's in London How's it going Johnny? You doing, boys? Have you ever played before?
10: Played a dazzler about
1: a year ago. Oh, you beat three two. Aye, off the dazzler. Oh, come on and admitting that it's never good. But Marvin Bartley has had a zero <laughs> oh. this season. The um, dazzler, granted,
3: something last night.
1: Yeah? He did, oh. yeah, miraculously. Um, Marvin, apparently, you've got a seventy-one percent win percentage. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like... That's all right. He never, he never plays. plays. What do you you? Yeah, you never plays. It doesn't matter. Never The percentage plays. of the games I have played, lads. Seventy. How it works. You're in seventy percent. So this could. Is it? This could change. <laughs> this could all change tonight. Uh, no, actually, apparently you've played seven times. That's what I mean. I'm surprised. I just haters. How long's he long, been here? No, no, this season. Oh, this, this season. season? Five seven. See when you weren't turning up. I was in here Heads. It will be Simon Donnelly. Tails. It will be Marvin Bartley. <laughs> Yes I've got one finally <laughs> Yes, just do one Right Johnny What'll we do is give him Some greatest Whoa, that tips, percentage. Radio Good luck, Johnny To listen uh, to Just so that he can not hear us We've got 30 seconds On the clock Johnny answer as many as you can And pass If you don't know the answer <laughs> Okay i going to turn his mic off So I can't hear him laughing Your 30 seconds Starts now Which team were drawn out of pot 3 For Scotland's Euro 2024 group Louis Moult plays for which Scottish club? (laughs) Rocco Vata is the son of which former Celtic player? What was the score last time Rangers met Hibbs in the league? Aside from Dundee, can you name the other Scottish Premiership team whose home strips are dark blue? What team will Partick Thistle women face in the Sky Sports Cup final? Dangers. Okay Let's bring him back Marvin can you hear us Tough tonight They are tough That went on for a while Oh here he goes so, that, You uh, feel the same felt a long the Three seconds. songs we listened to yeah, Honestly it, The bit of music <sighs> Is 30 seconds long The bed as they call it In the radio game Is right. 30 seconds Do you know long. Why I was laughing I felt
3: longer
1: Why? Because He put 71% on there And the downward arrow 65% <laughs> As if I was going to lose <laughs> What kind <laughs> of moral support like? is that Are you ready? Yes your time, Marvin Bartley, starts now. Which team were drawn out of pot three for Scotland's Euro 2024 group? Pass. Louis Moult currently plays for which Scottish club? Motherwell. Ah, oh, Dundee United. Vata is the son of which former Celtic player? Ronnie. <laughs> what was the score <laughs> the last time Rangers played Hibs in the league? 2-1. Apart from Dundee, can you name the other Scottish Premiership team whose home strips are dark blue? What team will Partick Thistle Women face in the Sky Sports Cup final? Rangers Who's played more International games For their country Joe Hart or Arthur Boric? Boric Johnny What do you think?
10: Oh He probably just got me With a Boric
2: That's <sighs> right That I'm, I'm so that, surprised I saw his dad today <laughs> Ronnie I, I hope you didn't, didn't close, Ronnie No no I didn't
1: even Someone said Oh that's Mr. Vatter That is dad Mr. <laughs> Let's oh, go through them man. I'm surprised what that you hear I mean Which team You're, you're... Oh, Honorary Scott I've tried to take you Under my wing I've tried to get you excited About the Euros Hungary. Hungary. Are the pot three team? <laughs> what are you saying? Is, oh, oh, cheers, yep. Hungry, just like you were did... when you were tucking into your KFC <laughs> yesterday. I heard you were spotted in the KFC car park. I had five meals A yesterday. Family bucket to yourself. I just sitting in the car doing my own thing. So <laughs> grateful. Anyway, um, Louis Molt plays for the Dun- United. That's no. really bad for me. against him in the car. Exactly. As well. That's Johnny. I'll let away with it. You not did Johnny thun- get the first one? No. Oh, still no, no. Still nil nil. Rocco Vata is the son of. Rudy, Rudy, you were close Ronnie, <laughs> not Ronnie, Ronnie Vata. Do you not know him? <laughs> Rudy 0 after three questions uh, oh. Right, Johnny's a Rangers fan <laughs> Marvin's a Hibs fan And none of you could remember the last time Rangers met Hibbs in the league was 4-0 Rangers Was that Philippe Clement's first game in could charge been, maybe? Yeah, the Play again bit. after it Anyway, 4-0? it was 4-0, none of you Nil nil after game. four questions. <laughs> I'm going to win. This is awful. Um, apart from Dundee, can you name the other Scottish Premiership team whose home strip is dark blue? See, that's the level of question Johnny we had said, to stoop to, to for you to get older, Ross County, both got ah, it. Ah, well, well, well done, Johnny. Johnny. Partick Thistle women will face Rangers in the Sky Sports and Cup lucky final. Johnny. Johnny got it. So did you too all. The game has now been moved, by the way. You remember Monday night, we had Brian Graham on. He was poised. He's the manager of the women's team and he was going to miss the final because Partick Thistle and he's still a men's player uh, play on the same day but the final's been moved so well done to all involved there. Two all. just said decider. And Johnny ran out of questions <coughs> there. Oh no. Which means you've got the chance.
3: I'm not convinced he's got this one right.
1: It's a 50-50. Who's that played more international games? Joe Hart or Artur Boric? You went Artur Boric. He's got 65 caps. Also, yeah, Joe, Joe Hart's not going to have 65. You're right. He's got 75. If you got yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it, Johnny. Celebrate the last minute, draw. <laughs> 75. Joe Hart's got 75 England caps. Go wow. on, Johnny. Johnny, what are you laughing at, pal? <laughs> 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 oh, no. So, the tiebreaker. On to the tiebreaker. Oh. Come on, Johnny. Oh. we go. Louis Moulton was ridiculous from me. It's is ridiculous from you and Pressure of management. This what it does to your brain. <laughs> I agree. Right. <laughs> Let's go, tiebreaker time. What is the lowest ranking the Scotland men's national team have ever been in the FIFA rankings? Quickly write it down, please, Marvin. What is the lowest ranking Scotland men's team have been in the FIFA rankings? Write it down, please. Show me your piece of paper. And what are you telling us, Johnny? 71st oh that's terrible for Marvin Bartley I can see it begins with a four I don't even need to entertain it Johnny's much closer it's 88th well done to you Johnny wow. the sign ball is on its way <laughs> Johnny's loving <laughs> it. <Johnny's laughs> it what a comeback oh no what did you
2: Johnny, say 40 74 when, I said. when would be 80 I don't know, know. Exactly when Hugh was a ball boy or something like that. <laughs> no, it was. it was I seem to remember this Eight,
1: being I a. thing
9: What was it
2: saying?
3: I
9: played. Was like, <laughs> no, I <you, you laughs> like those old things. Bertie Vaux here or something. I, I don't know because, nice, because they always it?
1: used to produce some lovely. random 80. tiny footballing minnow and say, "Oh, we're below Bristol Faso or something." I don't
2: know. No, it doesn't. Johnny, matter. well done, mate. Well done, Johnny. Deserved. Thanks for playing, Mal. Nah, <laughs> thanks for calling, buddy.
1: So, what does that leave his
3: percentage? Can we yeah, get that
1: what? T- I can't do that arithmetic <laughs> but it'll certainly be a good bit below yours I'm now. really disappointed because that Louis Moulton We're like, now 36. that. We're 36th mm. in the rankings now. 36? I, I thought Hungary you were poor with but I can almost oh. let it slide. Louis Moulton. Louis Moulton. He corrected himself immediately. That was yeah. In fact, Johnny, are you still on the line? Still here. Let's talk Rangers because I know you're a Rangers fan. Are you confident tonight?
10: Uh, 1-0 Take a 1-0 90 seconds
1: minute penalty <laughs> M- Much like your performance there On, on Beat the Bucket then <laughs> Exactly Do you think it will Do you think it will be tight Johnny Because obviously you know, Philippe Clement built up A bit of a head of steam When he came in Rangers fans were really excited Obviously the Celtic result Wasn't what you wanted Abdallah Seema's injured Does it Does it feel like A, a, a bit more uncertain Than it maybe was a, I don't know Four weeks ago I
10: um, mean we we're only going to have Seymour anyway because Seymour yeah, he was third injured. He'd have still been uh, away on in international duty. We we still, obviously it's been talked. We still need to sign a striker. I think if we sign a striker, um, we'll be all right. We'll make a challenge, but but if we don't bring someone in between now and the end of the window, it will be tough tonight. Hopefully, I'll be I wait. You on the way tonight? is always going to be difficult, so I'll have to take a one 0 one 93rd minute to
1: <laughs> I do always think that is the case of, You know, away the away games It's just, mm-hmm. hey, get away. Getting, the, get, <laughs> getting the job done um, But, you know, to, to go back to that You look at Philippe Clement. He, he was unbeaten You could sense it on the phone lines The optimism was It was skyrocketing amongst the Rangers fans I think always with a realisation That the squads probably needed improved mm-hmm. Everybody knows what the real test is here It's that game against your rivals It didn't go Celtic's way It didn't go Rangers' way, sorry but what we did actually was we spent all the aftermath arguing about VAR and yeah. so on in case you, in case you'd forgotten. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Rangers did get the win against Comarnock, but Then we this big long break and it was back against Dumbarton. So it's almost like is there a bit of a kind of reset for Rangers now that this run is another examination to see where they where they really are.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think especially coming, you know, off the back of the winter break when, you know, he'd had a lot of time to work with his players and, and really implement the things that, you know, he wants to see them doing. Um, he's spoken about it at, since he's came in, you know, he's been giving them small details and he's beginning to see it in matches, you know, over that two week period or whatever it was, I think he would have really, you know, hammered home a lot of the stuff. So it is a reset for them. You know, they wanna go on another run now and it and it starts at, you know, Easter mm-hmm. Road. He doesn't care about who they're playing against, whether they're away or at home, he expects to win. You know, he understands the challenges of the club and the size of that club. You have to win week in, week out, and, you know, he's more than up to the
1: task. Philippe Clement's not here, so we can move aside from that sort of one game at a time that Mm -hmm. the managers always do. If you it's two really tough away games isn't it to come back well Hibbs and St Mirren yeah, um, you, is, wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't hand pick them don't get me wrong Rangers got a good I record I think their record against, against the Hibs is um, pretty decent yeah but you know thereafter it goes three yeah. it goes four home games in a row actually but three in the league of Livy, Aberdeen Ross County all at home you're looking at these next two and, and being like if you can come through them with, with two wins that's a bit of a statement as well
2: yeah it's a massive statement like you said there and I think you'll be telling the players that as well you know like you say, managers do come out in, in the public and say, you know, it's one game at a time, but it will be saying to them we need to get six points, you know, and, and people say, well, why are you putting pressure on your players? But players are the size of, they're that are playing at range of football. They'll thrive underneath that. You know, we need to get two wins. Like Simon said earlier, we can cut that you know, down to two points by the yep. time Celtic play, and then you've said it there, you know, they've got their home games coming up, so take care of tonight, take care of Saturday. That's what you have to do first and foremost, and then see where we're at. Yeah,
1: thanks again, Johnny. Some great points coming in on Twitter. David Gibson says, can you just remind Marvin that that guy lost to the Dazzler He <laughs> <laughs> he's came on and beat you
2: Oh man It was that Louis Morton? one It should be, Listen if you correct yourself It
1: should be okay Nope We need to we, look at these the rules The rules are very clear We accept your first answer uh, And David, Simon why are you not in You know yet? the rules You've he <laughs> been on long enough you played seven times This <laughs> season David Taylor says Scotland's lowest was when We were three places above the island That Tom Hanks was stranded on And passed on it did get to that point Let's hear from the managers Tonight Then uh, Home boss first Nick Montgomery He thinks both teams Are stronger than they were In that last meeting Which was 4-0 by the way You hear that on Beat the Pundit uh, He's happy with his new additions And he's keen for them To keep improving
3: Obviously a new manager Came in there He's had a really good run You know He's, he's got the team uh, get, Getting results On a regular basis and, and yeah For me it was you know Early on in the season And, and right now Yeah I think we're, we're both In a, a better position And Obviously, uh, we're quite light on bodies at the minute, but the two additions this week will, will really help us and, and add, uh, add real quality to the squad. Yeah, we need to improve everywhere. We need to improve at the back and, and, and scoring goals. And, and There's been a lot of games where we've been really close, but it's the second half of the season and it's a real uh, opportunity for, for me, you know, taking the boys to Dubai, to have a little bit of a mini pre-season. Um, but yeah, it's been a good opportunity to, to spend a couple of weeks looking back on, on the first four months of, of me being in charge and where we need to improve
1: you are closer to Hibbs' feelings than than us Marvin mm. is Nick Montgomery one of the most juries out managers in the, the premiership I just look at everything since he came in none of it's been brilliant but none of it's mm. been terrible and there's kind of signs maybe there but there's also disappointments and you know is it, is it all very mid-level
2: yeah I, I, listen I think a lot of the stuff you know towards Nick is kind of that it's not his squad you know he's not had the transfer windows to, to be able to really improve the squad obviously this is his first one um, he's inherited the squad he's trying to play a certain way that some of the players just don't fit into but you know he was from the start he was very thorough with saying this is the way we're going to play and then the players have to adapt to it and then i bring players in to improve it so you know he always speaks really really well you know i'm definitely as a hibbs fan i'm very positive about what he'll bring to the football club um he'll be given the time to do it he's, he's their man they've chosen him he did extremely well in australia um and now he's starting to see that you know caliber of players he's
1: bringing into Hibs. Uh, And let's hear from Philippe Clement, he believes they're now a better team than the last meeting with Hibs, so both managers in agreement. Uh, The 4-0 win, as we said, was indeed his first game in charge, but Clement knows they need to be at it again tonight.
10: I know we we had a good win in that game, although um, the difference between the two teams was not as big as the result was at the end of the game. We need to be honest about that. We know it's it's a team that, that plays really good football, it's a team who makes good combination with, with fast wingers, who have a good individual action. Players in front and in the midfield who can score goals, so, so we need to play a good game there. But I know the, the squad is, uh, is getting better than it was that moment. But that doesn't mean that uh, yeah, it's the same if, if Manchester City wins a game 6-0. The next game they play against the same team, and it doesn't mean that they're going to win 6-0. This 4-0 that we won at home is for me a long time ago. We were efficient. We were good, but we need to repeat that
2: again.
1: To be very general about it, you sometimes get the feeling that the teams that have got the best chance of of, of getting that result, of, of stopping Rangers in this case, and sometimes Celtic, are the ones that can make it really difficult for you. Mm-hmm. But we've seen that Hibs are very committed to doing things their way, and, and you sometimes wonder if that <clears throat> does play into Rangers' hands. I know they did eventually get it right against Celtic, didn't they? Yeah. Um, you know, we spoke about that at the time, and mm-hmm. um, fair play, and it worked on that occasion because they had been on the receiving end of of a heavy defeat, hadn't they, before that? Uh, yeah. So immediately after the four 0 yeah. at Ibrox, they drew 0-0 with Celtic. So, um, what, what do you make of the kind of Hibbs approach and how that? M- does or doesn't suit Rangers? Uh, no, I, th- I think it does suit Rangers in the sense that it
2: will be an open game. You know, Hibs aren't going to park the bus at Easter Road tonight. You know, as you said, you know Nick, Nick Montgomery's got a way that he wants to play and he'll play that way regardless of who it's against, whether it's, you know, Rangers towards the top of the league or at Livingston at the bottom. Um, he's all about the players showing that they can play that way and proving they can play that way against absolutely everybody. But like you said, the flip side of that, there'll be gaps for Rangers to exploit. You know, if they're good enough to do so... Because hips try and play from the back, so if your pressing is good and you turn the ball over, there is going to be opportunities. But if they can play through your press, then they're going to create opportunities. You know, as Philip Clement said, there they have got some extreme pace on the wings. And that's what, even without Martin Boyle, and also you know Johan will play through the middle tonight, so you know they have someone stretching the game as well. So it'll be an open game, and um, I'm not expecting a nil nil. That's for sure, but. You know, if Hibs can get it right, then I believe they can win this game tonight.
1: Come on, then! 01419511025. All thoughts ahead of Hibs against Rangers. Get them in St. Johnston, Aberdeen as well is a big one. Uh, and we're going to hear from the newly appointed Air United manager, Scott Brown. He's coming up next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it, watch it. Search the YouTube stream now taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025
1: this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here it's 0141 951 1025 and it's Twitter at Clyde SSB we're going to speak to James in just a second but let me give you this question first
0: the full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride Slad wall panels available in seven colours now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices
1: thanks to Andy and Ayrshire for this question he's actually sent it for all the teams in the league right which might be it might be a bit excessive it might be a bit long but I won't dwell on it we'll just we'll see how you get on how does that mm-hmm. sound okay. um, you can prioritise them we'll just see how you go so since 2000 can you name the oldest player to have played for each top flight club in Scotland. I'm not even really looking for all 12, right? But we'll just see how you get on. Pick the obvious ones and we'll work our way through them. So, since 2000, can you name the oldest player who's played for each of the top flight club? It could be... Um, Craig Gordon. It could be in the Cup. It could be that that appearance came in the lower leagues, but... Craig Gordon. Okay. Uh, yes, he is and answer. Well done. Marshall. At... Pibbs? Yes. David
6: Marshall. Who would
1: Rangers' oldest player this century be? Defoe? Nope. Someone a bit older than him. Davis? No, older than oh. him. Oh. Is he and a half? Older than him. Wow. McGregor? Yes. Well, what have you got in common it's here? Theme David theme Marshall, there. Alan McGregor. There's a few of those anyway. We'll get back to it. If you don't get all 12, we can, I don't know, we'll bring it back another time. But anyway, James... As a Celtic fan On the line How's it going James?
10: I'm oh, fine Good evening Robin, Marvin And Simon I've got a wee scenario For you about Matt O'Reilly yep. I would sell Matt O'Reilly Today for £30 million And I'll tell you why I would sell At the end of the season There's a £60 million Jackpot The highest In the Premier League mm-hmm. I've ever known If we sell Matt O'Reilly For £30 million And become second Rangers get sixty million, so we are thirty million pound behind them. Or we gamble, don't sell, and we still lose the league. Or the third scenario is we sell for thirty million. I believe we've got enough quality to win a league, and we'll get ninety million in a bank. <laughs> it's, it's it's good accountancy Um James. What about
1: though? I think they're talking. You no, know, it's a the. The official Sort of story Looks like a loan And then maybe a fee of You know upwards of 20 million Does that change it Is that not enough What, what you t- I did
10: not say I wouldn't game out the loan If you think this player's Worth an inquiry He's worth buying What happens if he Game out in loan And they decide After six months mm. No No We don't want him
1: Yeah I'm assuming so It would we'll be with a sort it of it. Obligation and to buy I Or something mean,
10: mm. Either this various other clubs There's a Spanish club I can't remember who they are but it's after the at the Spanish club At the moment that. I believe they're interested So is West Ham and Newcastle But Celtic's got a decision to make Take the 30 And it's guaranteed Rangers win the league We're only £30 million behind them If they don't sell them And we come second We're £60 million behind Is
1: it all about the money James? Because you're talking money, fine But like How unhappy will most of the Celtic fans be If you don't win the league?
10: I will obviously been a Celtic fan I'd be gutted But at the end of the day You've got to sell players And players will go for a certain price No matter whether we win the league Or we don't It's balancing the books And if we got the money for Matt O'Reilly And we got the £60 you add this up and you're going really to laugh That's £90 million With the £72 million that we've got in the bank already We would have £162 million pound In our bank
1: balance Um James explains it in really simple numerical, financial terms, but like I said, that's the difficulty (laughs) with football because it is a business mixed so closely with emotion and success that is, you know, it's tangible in the sense of of finances and trophies, but the emotion of it, just the you know the the sporting merit of it, means that you're trying to marry them both. I can't imagine too many Celtic fans correct me if I'm wrong feel like James where they say well if we finish second we're only X amount of million don't want to finish second. No, fans want to win. Yeah.
2: You know if, listen I support Hibs so if Hibs won the league and someone said oh you're £100 million in debt I wouldn't care <laughs> because they won the do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's about winning I understand what James is saying and he's probably being a lot more sensible than me You know, when it comes to being a, a football fan but you know a large percentage of fans out there just want to win <coughs> the league you know they want to keep Matt O'Reilly and they want to win the league. So, you know, that that's what they want. If they are to get rid of Matt O'Reilly and he is to go, it's, they still expect to win the league, you know. So, I, I get it, James, and I like, you know, putting all the scenarios uh, towards us. But, yeah, just winning, that's the main thing for me.
3: Yeah, same same for me. I think if you ask most Celtic fans out there, yes, the bank balance is nice. It's good, you know, to have that financial backing there. But it's the product and the pitch. You, you want to be winning. You want to be winning and... As we keep saying throughout this show, there's a title race and there's a title race to be won, and Matt O'Reilly helps Celtic Mm. over that line. Absolutely, the thirty million. I don't know if where James has got the thirty million from. If that's how he values Matt, uh, it depends what sort of you know proposal Atletico Madrid would would give Celtic. But from a from a fans' perspective, they, they they want to see Celtic winning. And he helps Celtic win He's in, as I said at the start of the show He's in their strongest midfield for me And, you know, from that point of view They have to keep him to the summer Do
1: you think he will, would want to go, James? Is that a potential issue?
10: Well, I think if you look at the Scottish League To the Spanish League and the teams I've got Barcelona, Real Madrid I would want to go because you're going to play against better players I'm all for Matt O'Reilly saying it Celtic Park I'm a mad Celtic I love Celtic to bits But it comes down to cash If you've got your rivals across the street And they get 60 million How long is it going to take to try and get the league back? Because we, we need to spend
1: cash Yeah but you just you keep, you keep your best player And hope that you're the one that wins the league then You've got that in your control to do that
10: Well I think if we sold them I think we've got enough quality to sneak up. it It could go all wrong If you'd end up with nay 60 million And nay 30 million pounds For Matt Riley And our rivals are Young for joy It's a gamble I think Celtic's got to think on
1: Maybe, really, maybe. Really. Uh, Certainly based on our recent history ju- And Quickly going over them in my head It certainly would be the most or one of the most attractive footballing offers any of our players have ever had mm-hmm. in the Premiership would that be yeah. fair of obviously in, in some, terms
3: of the status of the, the club yeah groups. I mean
1: well, Tierney and Arsenal is probably the high yeah. the high point just now yeah. thinking uh, you know Bassi went to Ajax oh, which yeah. is obviously a very good move the big I'm just thinking the big money ones you know as we said earlier Van Dijk had yeah. to do Southampton as the stepping, yeah, the stone. stepping stone Nathan Patterson I, th- I, think Everton. Would, I think it would and listen that team being in Champions League finals i made a great point
3: you know, what would you do and you know the player himself you could not you could not blame the player you know having his head turned with Atletico Madrid and that's no slight on where he is just now it's probably where you know what country he's playing in and what, where he could go mm-hmm. you talk about Atletico Madrid being in Champions League finals of late we've got world class players we've we've only had to watch them this season. They've got world-class players there. It would be a fantastic move for them. Having said that, Celtic fans out there probably aren't interested in that. They, they want them in their team.
1: There's no swap deal for Antoine Griezmann in there. No, I don't, I don't see that. Being a, that would soften the
2: blow, it? Yeah, exactly. There's no swap in there. And all this, we've been speaking about this, you know, since the show started and all the things we've spoken about and, and you know, why it's a, a great move potentially for him and we've not spoken even about the wages that you're going to get you know listen he's on life changing money at this moment in time at Celtic no doubt about it that's generational money you're going to get yeah. at Atletico Madrid it really really is so when you look at it in that way it's probably what six times the money he's on now probably you could expect to get like who, who
3: would similar, similar like I said we were talking about it last season with Jota
1: mm-hmm.
3: the argument is Jota's went yeah. like where he went it's not quite it's the same purely financial it's rather
1: than football yeah. and
3: finances
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. and son yeah, here. yeah.
1: <laughs> too right I must admit the last couple of nights so test my patience I have to say uh, thanks to James though in Port Glasgow on 0141951 uh, 1025 um, let's hear a bit from the new Air United manager Scott Brown shall we it broke when we were on air last night he believes he's joining a club on the up and he says the board matched the ambition that he and Stephen Whittaker have
6: yeah, delighted. And
2: Myself and Stephen have been obviously out of work for a little bit. We've taken some time
5: off and to be fair, some family time as well, which is, has actually been good for everyone. So for us, now we started to get itchy feet looking for a job and air came up and
2: for the opportunity has been great so far. The main thing for us is the chairman and the board have got that vision as well. And there's a new stand, there's this new hub that's been built as well, there's a hospitality
5: that's been... Uh, getting built as well so f- for us there is a vision to go forward the club's got that ambition we've got an ambition to win games to get up the league as well and we're sitting in a,
1: a better spot than what we were two weeks ago Remake of that appointment
3: Yeah Wish him the best I think uh, he went down to Fleetwood I think it was a difficult job for him I think going to air as his next you know dipping his toe into management I think he'll be able to use his network maybe a bit better at here uh, to try and improve the team you know they're, they're down at the bottom end of the championship just now but I think it is a good opportunity for him you know he's, he's talked there about taking a little bit of time with the family not, not a lot of time mm-hmm. uh, so it's obvious that he, he wants to get back in uh, and he's serious about management so yeah I wish him well
1: Bit different because he has had that one job before as Simon says but you know to link it loosely to you being a mm. recently retired player and what was the, was the hardest thing if you like boil it down, what's like the hardest thing to get used to or get your head round? It's, it's probably the, the line between
2: your players and yourself, you know, because when, when you're a captain, like listen, Scott Brown was obviously captain at Celtic for, for so long, and you're in there and, it, and it's all about, kind of all about the players, but, you know, you can have a bit of banter alongside that as well. When you're the manager, it kind of changes, you know, and you have to kind of take yourself out of that situation. You have to realise, and I realise every Saturday, that I'm going to have 11 players in that dressing room who, who think I'm all right and the rest of you actually probably hate me at that moment in time. And it's just one of those things that you're constantly doing the best thing, that you believe the best thing for the football club and to help the team win. So Scott will be no different. Like you said, went down to Fleetwood. It didn't work out for them. I don't think, you know... I think you have
3: learned from that as oh, well. 100%. Don't. I mean, you're you're in your first yeah. job and, you know, the experience that you're gaining mm-hmm. will be invaluable for yeah. whenever you go, whether it's Queen of South or wherever else. I think that, for him, yeah. you know, that jump from player to, as you say the responsibility of you have to get in control mm-hmm. as you touched on there with the 11 players you're having to try and make a, a, a dressing room happy and move forward I think he will, it will stand him in good stead because I, I don't believe that job down south would have been a particularly easy one for him but I think you have taken mm-hmm. a lot of experience
6: for it
2: Yeah and listen and Air will get the benefits for all that he'll be, he's a better manager now than he went into Fleetwood I definitely agree with Simon on that and I think him and Stephen will be fantastic You know, I'm on a course with Stephen now and obviously I played with him as well Hibbs, brilliant, brilliant guy. He loves the game and, you know, Scott's exactly the same. So you know, there's no doubt about it. For me, I think they'll be extremely successful and I think they're only a couple of wins off the playoffs.
1: Well, know? that's the thing. We watched on as they beat our both last night, which yep. was massive because every win in the championship, you know, <laughs> can swing they've got, they've so,
3: the, so much. the cup tie coming up as well. Yeah. <laughs> Who
1: they should got? Be, uh, should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a caller on last night saying, you know, well, they've got Scott Brown, but they've got Stephen Whitaker, so they've got like both sides of the, the Glasgow Divide covered. I just don't think that's... It's just not <laughs> going to be the way it is at Ibrox, is it? No, that's kind of my thing, I would say, when I first moved up here, and I'd be like, oh, no, it'll be fine. Like, oh, Sir, Rangers, it's
2: fine. Mm. No, that's not going to work at um,
1: all. <laughs> here's a bit of an update from Easter Road. Good news, is, in a sense, Rangers fans are, are not as bad as you feared then. I think Philippe Clermont's confirmed that it's two to three months out for Abdallah Now, that's bad, right? I get that. That would mean back before the end of the season, which was the the fear. So there you are. I don't know if, how much um, confidence or how much uh, heart you take from that update, but it does look like it will be two to three months out for Abdallah Sima uh, We do have another game, of course, tonight. Let's get a preview of St. Johnson Aberdeen with Dave Galloway.
6: Well, Gordon, St Johnston are being challenged by Craig Levine to get back on track after Airdrie deservedly dumped them out of the Scottish Cup on Saturday. They need to get some momentum going if they're to climb the Premiership and a win this evening would take them level on points with their visitors. Aberdeen, who sit eighth, now are 17 points behind 3rd place Hearts, albeit with four games in hand. Tonight sees the start of a huge week for the Dons with a trip to Tynecastle coming up on Saturday, followed by the visit of Dundee on Tuesday of next week. Plenty at stake for both teams and there's a bit of an element of master versus apprentice to this one. With Barry Robson having served as a player under Levine for Dundee United and Scotland. Let's take a look at the teams now and plenty of changes for St Johnston, no fewer than five of them. In come Dialang J. Simi, Luke Robinson, Sven Sprangler, David Kelchens, and Dan Phillips. Out drop Franio Franzak, Max Kucherevi, uh, Tony Gallacher, Benji Kempioca. And Nikki Clark. So it's Dimitar Mitov in goals, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon, and Andy Considine at the back. Midfield David Kelchins, Matt Smith, Dan Phillips, Sven Sprangler, and Luke Robinson with Graham Carey supporting Dialung J. Simi in attack. Let's look at Aberdeen, then no changes at all for them. Uh, Kellerus in goals, then a back four. Of Nicky Devlin Slobodan Rubicic Stefan Gartenman And Jack McKenzie The two sitting midfielders Connor Barron And Graham Shinney Then there's Dante Polvara Leighton Clarkson And Jamie McGrath With Boyan Mijovski Up top And your match referee Here at McDermott Park Is John Beaton And a VAR Stephen Kirkland
1: Of course VAR is back That's a huge game that one As well We'll go back to Easter Road For kick-off next
0: Clyde 1 Super score Listen and watch Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here two big games in the Premiership we just gave you the latest from McDermott Park where Aberdeen are the visitors. Let's finish with build-up to kick off at Easter Road. Gabriel?
4: Thanks, Gordon. Yes, as I'm speaking to you right now, Rangers fans on your way in here. Easter Road let off red pyrotechnics uh, just to the right-hand side of me as the two captains lead their teammate teams out. That's James Tavernier of Rangers and Joe Newell of Hibbs. Let's go through a rundown of the lineups yet again. We'll start with the host, Hibbs, Make five changes from their weekend victory over Forfa, including a first premiership start for Canayo Megwa at right back and Myciane Maiolida, the loany from to berlin Signed this week, he starts up top. So it's David Marshall in goal. Megwa, Fish, Obita and Stevenson at the back. Ewan, Levitt, Newell and Tavares in midfield with Vente and Maiolida up top. For Rangers, it's a crucial evening. They've got to try and cut Celtic's lead at the top. It's eight points at the moment, but as we know, there's two games in hand. Philippe, come on makes three changes to the team that won at Dumbarton at the weekend. It's a first start for Fabio Silva. He's one of those three, whilst Connor Goldson is one of those who misses out. He is suspended. The team is as follows. Jack Bullen in goal. Tavernier, Balogun, Suter and Yilmaz in defence. Lundström, Raskin and Cantwell in the middle of the park. McCausland and Matondo will be out wide. Silva leads the line. Substitutes for the jerse. McCrory, Jack, Dessas, Lawrence, Sterling, Wright, Barisic, King and Divine. As we know, Gordon, it's always a fierce game between these two. Hibbs not won any of the last seven meetings. Their last victory coming back in November 2021. Of course, the reverse of this victory was Pumont's first game in charge, a 4-0 victory back in October. He's had such an impressive record since then, losing only one time. Pumont says he doesn't expect the same game tonight, but he would, of course, love to repeat it. It could be a positive season for Rangers that has been so far. Speaking to Conor Goldson last week, he said it could be their best season yet. They've already wrapped up the League Cup. They're second in the league, putting pressure on Celtic. They're through in the Scottish Cup and in the last 16 of the Europa League. The pitch looks great here, Gordon. Miles better than the lower league services these two played on four days ago. The referee here is Stephen McLean and the VAR is Andrew Dallas. Stephen McLean has got the whistle in his mouth just ahead of kick-off. And for these two teams, the second half of the league season begins right now.
1: Oh, looking forward to it, I have to say. Go on then, Marvin, with your head, not your heart, please. How do you see this one finishing?
2: I think it's in the end of a Rangers win. I think it would be by the odd goal, but I just can't see. Can't make really a like... case
1: for the high B's. You were worrying about to. the back four, is it? Uh, yeah. It, it looked like Obita maybe at centre back and yeah,
2: Stevenson e- at left back. Either or, no, yeah. whichever one's at centre half, not a natural centre back. And I think going into you know such a big game is going to be tough for them back there. Um, yeah, I, I think there's be goals in it. As I said, I just I just can't see Hibs winning that game. Three one
3: Rangers.
1: Wow. Full house, full house for yeah. Rangers. We will soon see. Really looking forward to the game uh, and a big one between Aberdeen. Uh, and their trip to St Johnston as well because Aberdeen. It's kind of hard to get a grip on where they are because they've got so many games in hand. Mm. So they we're talking about Rangers trying to, to claw back the games in hand, but Aberdeen have got even more to do. And then you start to get more of a feel of you know how how good, bad, or different the season's been.
2: Yeah, like you said, you know, games in hand are, are brilliant, but you need to win them. You know, if you if you don't do that, and all of a sudden it goes from I think is it four games in hand they have now. If they don't win tonight, and then they have time castle on Saturday, and all of a sudden that gap to third place becomes you know absolutely massive. So they need they need to win tonight. You know, I know St. Johnson is desperate for the points as well. But if Aberdeen are going to get back towards the top of the league, um, you know, really be fighting for those European places, they need to start winning tonight and. It's just unfortunate that they're playing against Saint John'son.
1: Early corner for Rangers as they go to get on that front foot and try and make something happen, but it is headed clear. Uh, let's visit the teaser. I did say technically I've got twelve answers here, right? Which is <laughs> a lot toughie. for the teaser. It's a toughie. Uh, so I don't mind if we uh, mm. if we kind of just get as close as we can. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. Oh, uh, well, big save! Jack Butland already. Ellie and through and goal. I, mean, I feel like Jack Butler makes a lot of big saves with his feet when players are through on goal. He's yeah. been such a reliable it's a uh, signing. signing so it's a far. We so
3: talk about Seema, and I would say him and Butland are the, yeah. the big success for Rangers so far Absolutely. this season.
1: Yeah. So there we go. Early chance for Hibbs. Right, so we're looking for since 2000, the oldest player who's played for each of our teams in the top flight, basically. Now um, Rangers are breaking up the other end as well. It's a really, really fast start. Um so, since 2000, oldest player to have played for each of our top flight teams. Um, we'll see how you get on with Rangers. You've got Alan McGregor, Hearts' is Craig Gordon, Hibbs' is David Marshall. There are a lot of goalkeepers, okay? I was about to say,
3: are they all goalkeepers? <laughs> Not
1: all, but there's still more to be done. Neil Alexander at Livingston? Yes, yes, as is. well, yep.
3: Brilliant from you.
1: Once you start naming goalies, it's a bit of an easier <laughs> question than I thought. Go on, si. You got a goalie at Celtic there?
3: I've not <laughs> I've went, I've
1: went uh... I hope you're wrong Here's the thing
3: There are a team in this
1: This is Pete the This is a team game this Celtics one Celtics <laughs> Is a goalie Is it? Oh, but he's like <laughs> <just, laughs> I'll just score that But He's not even that old We're like In com- comparison to the rest Drew so, Hart No Foster No So McGregor You know um, Craig um, Gordon They're like 41 This guy was only 37 <laughs> He's the Celtics. Only got from Swansea. Celtics Oldest player since 2000 Yeah the you from Swansea? I am not yeah. his name. De Vries? I'm going to need... He, yeah, he, that's he, the one you... I think you said it. De Vries? De Vries. Doris yeah. De Vries. Well done. He, play, he
3: played in the Masters.
1: Did he? Yeah. I think it's close enough to Sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy barging into people at the <laughs> back, mate. The dodged him. It's actually good.
2: It's I,
6: really
2: good. I, I've been banned from next year, apparently. <laughs> Leon Balligan,
1: Leon Balligan's now down with a bit of a shoulder problem. Rangers mm-hmm. injury record's been unbelievable he's coming over to the sideline it might be fine might, might be alright but just an early an early scare there any other obvious ones that you want to get I won't like I say I won't pin all 12 on you because um, it's quite a lot to ask is Dundee a goalkeeper? Just Dundee's I w- wouldn't I think it's the hardest of the lot oh ok yeah. we'll just move on from that then so I think maybe I don't know if you want to start
2: Motherwell, Aberdeen yeah if you
1: want to go Motherwell, Aberdeen Kelly, St Mirren they might be good places to go Some this is for you Why? Uh. (laughs) You may have played against (laughs) them. Yeah, you played the ball past them. Probably. I I don't. I don't think so. (laughs) Frankly, I don't. All I'm gonna say is there is one on the list that you really should get Marvin Bartley. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna leave it right there. That could mean anything. Goalie. Yes. Gordon Marshall. Yes (laughs) Yes Come <laughs> on West Marsh man. Come on look Motherwell Motherwell <laughs> Mar- 2005 He was in his 40s When he played He's told me he's still in his say, 40s now Did he go that
3: long His 40s
1: mm-hmm. Yeah Because uh, in case anyone doesn't know The the connection He is of course Your goalkeeping coach. coach A very in good North one at that South. So there we go uh, There we go Right I oh, you've done nothing in this Okay let's make him I back got to. McGregor Mm. Uh, still goalless in that game Big chance for Hibs though early on uh, Rangers have been breaking up the park as well So a pretty fast start which we're happy with um, This isn't the start of the, the return of the Premiership Last night we had a big game And I tell you what, what a game it was A five goal thriller Hearts were 2-0 down at home to Dundee All this talk about Lauren Shanklin Where's he going? Was he sick? Is he trying to avoid being <laughs> cut tied? Was he back? <laughs> he played he missed a, penalty. a penalty 15 yeah. penalties in a row He scored for Hearts Then yeah. missed, three in a row. missed three in a row Remarkable missed Let's hear throwaway. from Stephen Asmith.
3: Overall performance is good Because 45 minutes were good And we also won. That's the positive The first half is really disappointing I think it's It's tricky when you have that break um, As much as we needed it It's really important to get going again So We kind of knew that was going to be the case But you just hope that The boys put enough in being at home, it can be tough when the fans are demanding, and you're playing against a good Dundee team. Um, but the character we showed is really pleasing because I think it's in the previous years it's been something that's been labelled that we're no, we've not got enough character, we've not got enough dig to get back in the game. But we showed today we we went three two, but it ended up could have been more.
2: Some game, brilliant game, brilliant game, and he sums it up perfectly. There, you know, if you can look at your team and you're two 0 down and. You know, what that will do for that dressing room, you know, because when you are 2-0 down, they've been feeling sorry for themselves, you know, they've been looking around, probably a little bit of finger pointing, pointing fingers potentially at themselves. But to come back and win that, that dressing room after would have been absolutely bouncing. You know, even bouncing more than if they'd have won a game 3-0 because it shows yeah. that they've got that character. You know, now they'll go into games and, listen, Stephen Naismith doesn't want to go two goals down ever again, but they'll know they can do it. Then you know, there'll be a massive, massive belief for them. They've been on a fantastic run. And a manager who was perceived to be under pressure by some, You know, not that long ago, he's been absolutely fantastic (coughs) for them, and you know, I'm really delighted for him if I'm honest. If he stays, if he
1: stays, is he off the penalties now? That's three, three in a row. Three, but he's the tallies man. The top (laughs) goals, he's taking them. He probably (laughs) how how many do you get?
3: Back in the day, it was one. If you Mm -hmm. missed, you were stepping aside.
1: He's missed three in the bounce now. Anyway, right, any more on this teaser? Still goalless in the games that we mentioned. Tell us one of the clubs that isn't a goalkeeper. No, I think we just... Uh, Killy isn't a goalkeeper. Kelly. Let's do Kelly. that's a good one. Because it's relatively <laughs> recent, 2022. Oh. Mm-hmm. Centre-half? No. Hmm. That's the, in fact, that's what makes this one even more impressive. It's one of the last Buck. positions. But Yes, Chris Burke. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's do... To finish, let's go... Aberdeen and St Mirren They're the best two I think So one of them is a goalie And one's not Aberdeen, One's quite an easy one If you think about that oh, there's is Joe a, Lewis there's a music. No But got to More of Simon's era Right club Right position oh, Come seven, on seven, Jim eight. Leighton. Yeah Is it Yeah He was 41 when he played in 2000 I did say it was from 2000 St Mirren won again I'm thinking it's more up your street Simon playing wise But you'll have come across him In the coaching game Jim Goodwin He was 42 years and 9 months When he played for St Mirren in 2008 So he's the oldest of all of these What What position? Of the outfield ones What position? I think he was a centre back I think Came across him as coach Probably yep This music put a massive (laughs) pressure on me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll put you out misery. your misery Easy Initials never Initials Initials A.M. <sighs> A- oh come on This reminds me of last week When I had to
3: It wasn't as bad as that You're number nines Not as bad as that
1: Quick 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 A.M. No No Fabio Silva Just wide inside the box Andy Millen
3: Andy Millen I played against Andy Okay, we'll leave it there. Who knows what will
1: happen tonight, whatever happens. We look back on it tomorrow from 6 o'clock and Callum Gallagher is up next.